today uh because josh is struggling to get himself together so we're going to uh we're going to do the intro and then we'll ask the would you rather because chris just said something that uh has made all of our hearts sink a little and so we're gonna get right into it uh because we got a great show for y'all today of course the nfl playoffs underway the city is up we are so back uh, you know, the Detroit Lions headed to the NFC Championship. Haha, we've made more NFC Championships than the Cowboys since the turn of the century. What a great time to be alive. Um, on top of that, are y'all tired of seeing Taylor Swift yet? Well, boy, do we not have the show for you because we're going to talk about her. We're going to talk about Jason Kelsey. We're going to talk about the Kelsey family on this show. And beyond that, Adrian Griffin. Brother, update your LinkedIn. He's out of there. The Bucks now have three coaches on payroll. Bud, Griffin, Doc Rivers. What a time it is to be had on this show. Fellas, y'all ready to get into it? I'm ready for it. Yes, sir. All righty. Well, what's up, y'all? Have a seat. It's your favorite out of the week with the facts over Axe Crew. We got the master of the mix, master Josh Guyton in the building. That is I. We got the money man, the man playing Chris Allen in the building. Right here, right here. And then you got the little old MC, that's me, Kenton Gibbs. Now, fellas, before we get into, before we get, because we're about to get into the Taylor Swift part of this. But before we do that, I have a question for you, Phil. Okay? Because last week I forgot. And this week we got to bring something back. On Twitter, it has been trending lately with almost every blue check asking this question. So I'm going to ask it to you two. Pick one that you can accept in a partner. There are seven different things here. Number one, snoring. Number two, body odor. Number three, bad cook. Number four, laziness. Number five is uh, number five is illiteracy. Number six is very aggressive, and number seven is sex addiction. Okay. Um. I think it's only like one and a half viable answers there. I'm a, I'm gonna go with snoring, just because one I'm used to noise. Like even where I am now, I stay in like a pretty like quiet cul-de-sac, so I have a hard time sleeping through the night right now. Just because my entire life, I've been used to sleeping with noise. Right. I I grew up on the east side of Detroit. I've lived there for ninety percent of my life. So like going to sleep with noise is just something that I'm used to. Whenever I go to sleep and it's quiet, I feel like something wrong. Mm. So Yo, snoring you different. You different, bro. You different, bro. <laughs> I, I can deal with snoring. I can get used to snoring. I will be fine. No, no, that. no. I, I get that. That's that's probably my answer, bro. I'm just saying you can't go to sleep. You think it's weird going to sleep in peace and quiet. That's you different, bro. You different. No, nah, he not he not wrong. That was like that was definitely a thing. When I yeah. first got down, when I first got down to Raleigh and it was like dead quiet, I couldn't sleep. I'm like, yo, what? That's that's a, see. 
people that grew up in good neighborhoods like you, Chris, you don't understand. <laughs> I grew up on Six Mile Out of Drive. Six Mile Out of Drive. Right off Six Mile. Four houses no. down from the street. You it don't was understand loud. the psychological it, warfare instead of my mind, man. It, it, it took, was loud, it but y'all gotta years. fight them demons. Y'all gotta yeah, fight it them took demons. Years. It took years to adjust. For real. Was like, I only it, been down here three months. Yeah, you still gotta give me some time to adjust. I only been down here three months. Like now, I could sleep through sirens or I could sleep through like quiet. But like when I first Listen, got down man. to Raleigh, I was always like, yo, like. Yeah, I'm waking up at least once throughout the night. It's usually like three, four o'clock, but I'm waking up at least once throughout the night just because it's too quiet. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, I, I can do that. But body odor, body odor, that might be number one on body the no list. Crazy. Like that's that's wild. I don't even know if you like. I can even be the, in the vicinity of somebody with body odor, especially if it's what y'all ever had somebody that's stinking like the bridge of your nose starts stinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like wait, that's wait, wait, that. Wait, you ever had somebody around you that stink and like the, it get in your mouth? Like you can like <laughs> taste it. Like it's like a palpable. Like you like. <laughs> <laughs> No, you ever somebody not. walk past you with like the walk past air stink? Mm. Right, listen, listen. <laughs> uh, another thing about your shorty stanking, bro, or your partner stanking, however way you go up the tree. But if your partner stank, bro, just think about it. Everybody in the group chat texting they without know. you they about know. your partner. That is talking about your partner funky self. They like, bro, his girl was stinking, dog. Like, I can't believe he brought her to the club like that. Like, why he bring her outside? He need to take her to take a bath. Like, that is not what they meant. Not they said, to the bath house. That is not what they meant, brother. Well, what was the other one? What was the third one? Cook? Yeah, so you got uh, snoring, body odor, bad cook, laziness, illiteracy, aggression, or sex addiction. So not being able to cook is not like a deal breaker because I'm not a person that'd be like, y'all gonna acquire my woman to be able to cook, but I don't have to cook. Like I know how to cook myself. So sometimes I might not feel like cooking. She might not feel like cooking. I just want to be in a relationship where we got the ability to make nice meals for each other. But it's not a deal breaker. Right. Um, the illiteracy is crazy. Like be with somebody that can't. Like I need, I need to be with somebody that can stimulate me, like intellectually, for me to even depend on who you ask. That's all I'm gonna say. In order for me to be attracted to you, you got to be able to stimulate me intellectually, like in some kind of way. So that's not gonna do it. What was the other two? Uh, you got um, a very aggressive or a sex addiction. Um, very aggressive. I'm kind of a chill, laid back dude. I got my moments where like, if I'm being aggressive, I'm generally being goofy. Like I'm never seriously aggressive or like angry or anything like that. So that wouldn't work. Like that dynamic wouldn't work. I know people say like opposites attract, but if I'm chill, I'm gonna need you to be chill. And then, uh, sex addiction, that's not like a super deal breaker. We just gonna have to like, like that, that don't necessarily mean that that person is promiscuous if they got a sex addiction. Yeah. Yeah, that could that could be only with you, you know what I'm saying? You might just have to you would just have to have a, a open communication as far as like how much is too much, because be wilding. But it's a certain thing is too much, yo. I, I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. After that movie I watched where that lady was addicted to sex, bro, that like I, I couldn't deal with it, bro. Like like literally every two minutes she want to do something. If you got to go to work or something, she like okay, somebody got to do it to me. Like I, I just no, bro. That's in the back of my mind when it comes with sex addiction, bro. Yeah, but at the same time, if y'all if if you trust that person, y'all got communication. The sex addiction don't necessarily mean that person is promiscuous. Listen, though. listen, listen, guys. It's a lot of people that do particular Franklin State product that 
tell you they're going to buy a cheeseburger with the money you <laughs> give them, and then they go buy more Franklin Saint product. So you telling me an addiction is you trust somebody? You go ahead. Buddy. I, 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 I do. I do ahead, think. Buddy. I do think I'm underestimating the word addiction. You did say all, addiction. All Come on, man. Is, all I'm gonna say is this: Luther Vandross was definitely on to something when he was singing to his man. And he said, "A thousand kisses from you is never enough." I, I felt. I felt where he was coming. <laughs> I'm with you, brother. I'm with you. Somebody said, uh, I need a woman who gonna make me feel like Luther felt. And they said, brother, we've got news for you. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Sorry to tell you. you know. But anyway, Chris, which one are you going with? Uh, well, I, I, I'm not going to do my pre-show answer, but because uh, it might be a little crazy. Oh, <laughs> Okay. We got some numbers to run up. I was just about to say, that's so interesting. Because we were, when I tell you, I'm not going to snitch. I'm not going to sell this young man out. But what I will say is his answer. Y'all have to understand the level at which we know and receive and understand <laughs> one Christopher Geronimo out. Okay? Y'all got to understand. For, and Chris literally had both Josh and I dumbfounded with this answer because it was so... <laughs> Like right. my my brain couldn't even my brain couldn't even like populate that answer. Not once did that thought cross my mind. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But go ahead, Chris. Talk to me. Hey man, sometimes I'm a sicko, but I'm not gonna be a sicko for the show. Okay. So uh, my answer would be, you know, bad cook, right? I would say I would be okay with a bad cook, right? Because to be honest with you, I don't mind cooking. And to be honest with you, it's a lot of meals that you don't really have to know how to cook to make, right? right. Like to put some spaghetti together, you don't have to know how to cook to do that, right? You yeah. just, you know, so nah, you can I would deal with spaghetti, that. Bro. You can mess it up. Don't get me wrong. I know some folk out there that mess up some spaghetti. But what I'm saying is it's a lot of things you can do. That might have been a bad example, but it's a lot of things. They got the air fryer for God, for goodness gracious, if right you, now. If you mess up spaghetti, like you really, really can't cook. Like, yeah, you a exactly. cook. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I thought this question was sort of the guys of like bottom tier. Like, and you have to deal thing. with this. It was the, the worst. I, that's the thing. We we taking it there. We take because honestly, never mind. We're not gonna go there. But uh, all of these answers, if it's like a tinge or something, none of them are really that bad. We we talking. Body. We talking mac then cheese level cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talking. About okay, that. but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's like. I mean, like I said, it's alternatives for cooking, right? If we talking worst of the worst, right? I ain't sleeping next to nobody with a CPAC machine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. you right. I ain't even. Yeah, if it's, I ain't if it's, doing that. <laughs> I, I wake that up and it right. sound like it's a doctor's office next door to me. I'm going to the couch and I'm closing the door and it ain't even no door on the couch. So I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> sex addiction. You ain't about to go sleep with the neighbor because I got a job. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm going to be a little. I'm bringing that toxic out a little bit because you ain't going to sleep with the neighbor. You ain't going to sleep with the but bus I, driver, I the mailman. I don't want to be cheated on. I think that's I, I, I'm yeah, just that's, saying. That's very I, normal. I'm just saying you're not going next door because I got a job and I provide for the family. Right. OK. Right. The next thing, what's let me keep keep me going on track on the list. I, I did. All right, the so you got snoring, uh, and you talked about bad cook, but you didn't talk about odor, illiteracy, okay. uh, laziness, uh, or aggressive. Uh, okay, odor, please. That's that that's self explanatory, right? If you yeah. funky, how are you even gonna go on a date with me? Because you funky, yeah. like I'm be like, bro, give me a bottle. I, I can't. I, I, I'm one of the people though. I like to take a long bathroom break when I'm not having a good time, and people kind of get the message, and then you know they kind of. 
be like, you know, I think you're ready to go, aren't you? I'd be like, yeah, I'm ready to go. You know, like I, I, I kind of do one of those. I mean, I ain't been on a date like that in a minute, but like, bro, hiding out on the toilet, phone in hand, not coming out, boys. <laughs> Matter of fact, either- one of y'all call me, fake like you got an emergency. No, no, my favorite one is I just start watching the game on my phone. Be like, you know, I probably should go home and finish watching this. I got a podcast to run and, you know. Chris, that, that is insane. <laughs> that is insane. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, anyway, okay. Then you got, okay, we said older. I did older. Um, yeah. Which one I'm missing? Which one I'm missing? Uh, you did snoring, older. You said you'd accept bad cook. Laziness, um, illiteracy, aggressive. Okay, laziness. Yeah, laziness. You just don't. You don't have no will to do nothing different. You just really won't. You know, to me, I'm a go getter. I'm a driven person. I'm a goal driven person, right? Like I execute on things. You don't fit into my blueprint if you don't execute in things. Now, I love an intelligent woman. I really do. I love very Mm -hmm. smart women. I love women that challenge me. I love women that. Do everything. So honestly, I could deal with a very aggressive woman because I'm a very aggressive guy and I'm also a very hard to deal with guy. I know I bring a lot of complexity to a relationship, right? Right. But one thing I ain't going to deal with is trying to dumb down how I talk to your dumb self. I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Now, it might be some upside to that, but I'm not going to digress into that. But um, yeah, I'm not dealing with somebody that can't compute. I took the trash out so the trash wouldn't stink in the kitchen. Huh? What does that mean? I'm not dealing with that. I'm That's not what illiterate means. They I know, but if you can't read. read in 2024 after Hooked on Phonics times 50 is out, I'm sorry, Gibbs. That's how I think of you. That's how I think of you. <laughs> I, I will have to say, uh, I, yeah, I, I, did, I didn't, I didn't cover you, lazy. The lazy surpassed stank for me. Stank, we could try to figure out a solution. Oh no 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 no! Y'all, y'all don't, y'all don't, crazy. Understand, y'all don't Frank understand what I've been through. Y'all don't him. understand what I've been through. <laughs> Hey, things that I've been through. You know, you Y'all don't know. know what I've been through. Ain't nothing worse than bro. You done bro, bust a 12, 13, 14 hour shift. You come home and you got you got to make food. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing worse than coming home and somebody in the bed watching Netflix. Ain't no food ready. Ain't no clothes clean, bro. Bro was in the tub crying. Hold on, singing, hold on, I hold wish on. I never met her. He was singing that Carl Thomas. You said I'm in, a, I'm in the tub with Jesus. Even though I love her so, and she love for me. And that reminds me of that video. A video on Twitter we had sent in the chat a long time ago. Remember, bro was trying to drown himself by running the shower water in his face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you, man. This one. This one is is fairly easy for me because, like, honestly. When you take all of these to their worst extreme, like, all right, all of them are pretty bad. Because, like, aggressive, I'm I'm cool with a shorty that's aggressive in certain ways. That's kind of attractive sometimes. I'm not about to be out here fighting and shooting every other day behind you. Because every time somebody look at you, the slightest bit of wrong, it's, it's a big problem. I'm not about to do that. The other, other is that aggression? That's anger more than aggression to me, though, Gibbs. That's fair. That's fair. I I might be able to do aggression. I'm gonna tell you my answer. My mother always joked about this. My mom can't cook, and so she always used to say, "Ken, whoever you marry, lucky because whatever they cook, you just gonna eat it and act like it's the best thing ever." And I said, "Yeah, that's that's just what it is. Like you just you, you know what I mean? Like not everything. Let me tell you, because if a shorty make you some meatloaf." 
You finna be moving some furniture. Hey, hey, yeah. Gives your, your discussion with meatloaf, it blows hey, my mind. Hey. Meatloaf ain't nothing but a burger <laughs> with a different little feel to it, bro. But you know what? You know what, though? I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. I've been in love enough to eat meatloaf before and pretend like it was straight. I've been that in love before. You know what I mean? So, like... <laughs> You know, now granted, it ended. It's a very sick time. Where like somebody be like, "Oh, this shorty that you just posted on your story on the date now." But, but with that being said, I could deal with a bad cook. All the rest, because laziness. The one thing that I don't think that either one of y'all mentioned, bro. I can't deal with no pillow princess. I can't do it. I can't. Bro, oh my, I can't, yeah. bro. My man got one. Nah, bro. <laughs> Let me tell y'all a story real quick before we get into the show for real for the sports. My man's got one right. My man's got one, right? Mm-hmm. She went outside and saw that it was snowing, right? He sleep. He worked midnights, right? He worked midnights. She went outside, saw that it was snowing, right? Right. She works a morning shift, right? She worked nine to five, right? Mm-hmm. His car is parked directly next to her car in a driveway, right? Mm-hmm. He just gets home from work, drove through the blizzard on the way home. His car's cleaned off, right? Right. She knows that he needs his car to take it to work because he has a pickup truck and that's where he has to drive at work because he's working construction a little bit. No. She goes in the house, wakes him up and say, I'm taking your car because I don't want to brush off my car. He looked at her and was like, I can't go to work without my car. She said, well, you better get up and brush my car off because I'm not doing it. Chris, that's not a pillow princess. No, 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 no. I'm getting to it. 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 It gets worse. This story. All right, let's just keep going. So I was about to say, this is some scary hours right here. Listen, 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 listen. He gets up off the bed, say, all right, I'm going to be a gentleman. Because, you know, that's what you're thinking. Like, that's just being a gentleman. Go clean your lady car. He gets up off the bed, do that. He brush her car off, do all that. He come back in the house. She in her pajamas. She got back in the bed, say, I done called off work today. Now she hit bro with the orange peel challenge. <laughs> now she hit bro, and Chris, I still don't think you know what a pillow princess is. But you know, on the uh, outside, on the outside in, that's crazy. Yeah, that's that's insane. But that's listen, insane. It, 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 the butt is not me justifying it. I just been in situations that might be even more insane. So oh, I get yeah, it. you have, you have. We know, we know, guys still fighting them demons. Still <laughs> I'm fighting demons. My real daddy lost my stepdaddy. <laughs> you know, brother, you not, brother, you know how brother. mad you gotta be though to call your man's after you work a midnight shift and your girl came back in the house and decided to stay home with you for the day. You know how mad you gotta. He called me at seven in the morning. I'm on my way to work. He like, bro, I gotta tell you what she done did. I'm sitting outside in the snow, bro. I'm mad. You know how mad you gotta be to to sit in the snow is crazy. To say, yeah, sit in the snow, you gotta be furious, bro. <laughs> bro was mad. But bro. you know what? But you know what? NFL, the NFL, and all of its fans seem to be furious with the Kansas City Chiefs. Everybody, it was rooting against them. They were rooting for the Bills because they were hoping to see Josh Allen finally get it done. And on top of that. Patrick Mahomes comes along with Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey comes with Taylor Swift and Jason Kelsey. And uh, Travis Kelsey comes with Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes comes with Jackson Mahomes. And yet, they still got it done on the road this time. In Buffalo. 
had them boys in Buffalo in tears. And you know, it's cold in Buffalo. You, you can't just cry willy-nilly. Get icicles, salty little icicles on your face because Pat Mahomes and the boys took care of business. Fellas, let me ask you this. Let me, let me first start it off here. Are y'all tired of seeing Taylor Swift? Yes. Are y'all, are y'all, have you had enough? We ain't even gotta. We ain't even gotta keep going. So look, let me let me d- say it to y'all this way. One, I get it. The NFL was a business, and out of all of the sports, the NFL was probably the most business business that we have seen, right? Yeah. Um. So the perspective of having having Taylor Swift, who, in my opinion, you can make the argument that she's top three, like most popular or most influential artist, like since we've been alive. I say probably probably Mike one, Beyonce two, Taylor Swift three. Yeah, it's debatable. I mean, that's all opinionated, but yeah, go for it. I mean, it's not, if you just look at if we just go on purely go on based numbers, off numbers, yeah, numbers, if we talk about amongst us, like none of us going to go listen to Taylor Swift, but if we talk about just yeah. the general American we, population, we're her, bro. We're not her demographic. Right. We're not, we not a target demographic, but at the same time, the NFL understands the deal of like, yo, having Taylor Swift on the TV, like we, we haven't... Taylor Swift is getting more impressions after NFL playoff games than the actual names of the teams and the players on the teams. Yeah. yeah. They are showing Taylor Swift. Uh, my man Pacheco scored a touchdown and they showed Taylor Swift celebrating. In now, if Travis fairness, Kelsey get a touchdown and they show her, I get it. That's her man's. And in all fairness, there may be a reason for that for Pacheco that we don't really want to get into. Like <laughs> With all due respect, you know, like, and this is not a joke, so please don't laugh. Neither one of y'all laugh. Y'all know Isaiah Pacheco's story. Who from his family are they going to show? Like, not even being funny. Like, what are they? You can't. It. You see what I'm saying, though? Like, not. I'm not joking. Like, he, he just has so many people pass. It's like. How, how about? How about? You just you show you, you show the sideline, yeah. maybe his teammates celebrating. Yeah, that's fair. They got the owner's box. Maybe you show the owner or the general manager celebrating. You know, that's fair. I got you know, one better. Why don't you just show him celebrating? Just show him. <laughs> just show him celebrating. I get that. I get that. So, like, yes, I am very much tired of seeing this woman on my television. Not because, like, I got any hate for her. It's just, like, we get it. She dating Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs are a good team. But, like, why are we seeing her after every first down? Why are we seeing her after every after every touchdown? Why are we seeing her swag surfing? And USA Today is writing articles to talk about everything that you need to know about the viral dance, the swag surf. I, I just need to I just need to interject real quick about the swag surf. People talking about the swag surf is officially dead. Baby, they've been doing it at PWIs for about 15 years now. They have. That thing has been dead. That is not a swag surf died when I was at middle school. That's what I'm saying. This is not something new. <laughs> I have listen, I'm t- listen. I'm telling people can't even people a- can't even name the group that made swag surf no more. Hello? That's how dead it is. That's how dead it is. Hello? I'm telling y'all this. I don't even know if I remember the group that made Swag Surfer. What? That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to remember. Is it, uh, is it, uh, wasn't it the youngsters or something? Please, please. Yes, you're right. But please, please. What? I, I, I'm telling you, people don't even remember the group that made Swag Surfer. The acronym was FLY. See, I'm glad the North said that. The acronym was FLY. Fast Life Youngsters. 
How did you forget that? Come on, what? bro. I don't. <laughs> you need to erase that out your memory, man. I'm pretty sure you got like an account number or a, or a <laughs> driver's license number or something that you can replace fast, like youngsters with that bit of information. No, I don't. I, I don't got like my CT is a little different from Chandler Jones's. Like it's like random, <laughs> like random things kind of stick with me for forever. And something like I meet people like twelve times, and like some people I just can't remember their name. That's the type of CT I got. So you know. Speaking of, excuse me. We need to do a segment one day to where we just. We we just go to the deepest part of our mind and we just name our most random like favorite players that nobody else in the history remembers. Well, I, you know that's that we can do that one day. We can have a dudes naming guys episode. We can definitely have that uh, episode. But because I, I think Musha Muhammad is at the top of my obscure receivers list. <laughs> Musa Muhammad cannot be at the top of an obscure receivers list because Musa Muhammad is not an obscure receiver. He's one of the Panthers' all-time leaders. He's not an obscure receiver to us. And to who? He's an obscure receiver to a casual fan. Johnny Morton is an obscure receiver to a casual <laughs> fan. You understand? Ricky Prohl, his teammate, obscure receiver to the average <laughs> Moose. Josh, go on somewhere, man. Go on somewhere. Go on, go I'd probably somewhere. be better with the hoops because I for sure could give you a stroke miles swift. Or... I, I, got one. I got what I'm talking about. Corey Brewer, 50-point uh, game. Like, hey, don't make me get my buy Lisa bag now. Don't make me get in that bag, boy. Ugh. He's Bring still in the league, real. though. Ain't he? By Lisa's still in the league? No, he's not in the league, no. You more. sure? No. Oh. Hey, hey. What team? Tell me what team. Man, I could, you know, I'm getting them confused with my man's on the uh, Warriors, uh, Sarich. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they got the Sarich. same bag, bro. They, they, do, they, they are the same person. The same they, you can't convince me they're different people. Let me let me ask you, Chris, because I know you're going to give us the most villainous answer of all. Are you tired of seeing Taylor Swift? Am I tired of Taylor Swift, man? I went to a drinking game where every time we saw Taylor Swift, we drank. I almost died. I I almost died. (laughs) Am I tired of Taylor Swift? Yes. They saw her outfits. They show her outfit now. They show her mm. shoes now. They show mm. her hugging my home's wife. Now they besties. They got a story on them on YouTube on how they became good friends. No, y'all just went to the same game because y'all sleeping with two of the people on the team. That's how y'all friends. There's no no story behind y'all friends. She didn't know you until she start met, messing with girls. Anyway, then you got the brother trying to jump in the video with no shirt on because he retired now, and then they still trying to, they ignore him and going straight to Taylor Swift. Every time something good happened to the Chiefs, it's because Taylor Swift did it. Patrick Mahomes don't matter for the Chiefs no more. They might as well trade him and just put Taylor Swift on the field, and then they win every game because (laughs) I I don't know what's going on. I'm going to tell you, maybe I'm, well, actually, not maybe. I know I'm in the minority here. I really don't care. Like, it is a little, like, Eh, it is a little excessive, but it's not like a big deal to me because, like, think about the post touchdown shots anyway. Like, it, it it is the owner sometimes. You'd rather see Jerry Jones, brother? Come on. Come on. But, like, you'd rather see Robert it's, Kraft? It's the, if, if they showed her, that's one thing, but it's like. 50% of the game's commentary is about Taylor Swift. They might show Jerry Jones and say, oh, they're Jerry Jones. They, they call the Cowboys. And then that's it. They calling them, they calling Jason Kelsey 
her brother-in-law. Like, that's how deep this is getting. Like, th- this is how deep it's getting. I mean, if they get married, that will, in fact, be her brother. It will be the top five will... center in the history of the National Football League. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You mean, like, they're calling Jason Kelsey that, like, as his title, like, oh, we yes! My bad. My bad. Yes! My fault, man. My fault. My fault. Gibbs, they're calling yeah. them her brother-in-law, forgetting that that's Jason Kelsey. I'm getting jumped on this show. Something crazy today. This is this let is me, let me let, let me let me tell you another thing. Y'all right? I get that. Let, I get that. Let, let me let me tell you another thing. Let me tell you another thing. Let me tell you another thing. If she get a halftime performance for the Super Bowl one of these years, I'll be the first year I don't watch the Super Bowl. I can I you. can I say something about can I say something about uh. <laughs> Can I say something about um the 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 Super Bowl halftime performance like thing? Sure, go for it. Like I understand that um like the, the, the like I said the NFL was just a bit commercial, which is why they got Taylor Swift on a thing, which is why you know the people that perform at halftime. Look, before it's ever last year, they had Rihanna perform at halftime. Uh huh. Why is that synonymous with football? I mean, okay. I never want to see somebody get their head cracked open and then I hear it shine bright like a diamond after, bro. Like, that just never made sense to me. Let's stop playing. Let's stop playing. It's the biggest show on TV, bro. Yeah, it's just, at this point, it's pure spectacle. Like, that has nothing to do. The Super Bowl is the oddest game of football ever played because they have two times the, the normal wait time for players to get back out on the field. And nine times out of 10, this is from players who played in the Super Bowl, not Ken's personal feelings about it. Players who played in the Super Bowl said the atmosphere is kind of lame now. Like all the recent. Yeah, you're not playing at the crib. You're not playing at the crib. They priced out all of the real fans. Like the only people that can afford to go are celebrities and influencers who are being sent there by company X, Y, and Z. And they don't give a damn. You think the average person in Baltimore can afford that ticket? I know the average person in Detroit can't. <laughs> I've been to San Francisco and seen it with my own two eyes. <clears throat> average? No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. They can't afford to go to no Super Bowl. Kansas City, never been. Not going to speak on it. But the other three cities, I have a, a depth of experience with. And they, you know, and it's that way every year. So I just, I, I don't understand the, um, I don't understand the, the, the spectacle of it, but I also understand it from a standpoint of the NFL is about the money. It's about the eyes and what gets the most money in the eyes, right? Like they're legitimately y'all see the tweets every year. Oh my God, this football game is getting in the way of the Beyonce concert. Oh my God, this game is interfering with me seeing Riri. Like we see it every year. You know what I mean? So it's part of the deal. now. It's part of the deal. You know, but again, I'm, even with them calling Jason Kelsey her brother-in-law, like, yeah, people being going really far, getting a little annoying with it. It's not that big of a deal to me. It's really not. And plus, plus, after a touchdown is generally when you go to the bathroom and do all the other stuff that you need to do during the game anyway. I don't care if you show. So let's just say in the scenario, which I, you know, we'll talk about a little later on. Um, the Chiefs make it to the Super Bowl. Right. Are you good with the narrative behind the biggest football game of the year for the for the National Football League championship Vince Lombardi trophy? Mm-hmm. The narrative for that game to be about Taylor Swift being in attendance. 
Yeah. Because you nah, have to man. understand. Like, y'all don't understand. I'm a diehard. He's soft to his old age. No, 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 no. no. This the thing. This the, it's not me that went soft. It's the NFL that's going soft. They're now considering changing the rules for touchbacks. What the you NFL, mean? So, for when teams fumble out of the end zone, it'll no longer be a turnover and a touchback. They're considering changing that rule. So what? I don't know. It's not the a rule anymore. It's just not the a rule. offense will keep possession. How, however, it works out, the offense will keep possession. Do you know how many they times- fumble the enemy territory? Hello. To me, it just makes sense. You can have a child write the rules to that, and it just makes sense. To me, the reaching out for the goal line should be a great risk reward thing. Right. And you know, you know who I don't understand not protesting these rules: running backs. Running backs are like allowing all these rules to pass that are making them more and more useless. Because you know who's not going to fumble in an area where it's liable to go out the back of the end zone or out the side of the zone? A Literally any back. other position. A receiver will every time. A quarterback who's scrambling getting to the outside will every time. A running back? Mm, not so much. But yet, they're not smart enough to stop it. But Bro, football has made a million concessions over my lifetime that I've had to live with. Like, y'all don't understand. I grew up watching ESPN classes. When I was like three and four years old, my mother will tell you stories of like, she would wake up and come downstairs and I'd just be sitting in front of a TV and like watching. I grew up now watching a violent, brutal, nasty game. All of a sudden, we got guys passing for 5,000 yards like it's nothing. Bro, the game changed on me. I didn't change on the game. <laughs> I've been the yeah. same me. Yeah, I remember when you could hit a quarterback anywhere from the neck down th- through the rest of his body. Now you've got like the lower part of the collarbone down through the lower part of the thigh and you can't land your body weight on them. Hard hits is just a child, a part of our childhood. You remember how excited we was when it when the hit stick came out on Madden? I, I kid you not. I kid you not. You know, Ryan Clark is one of the best personalities in sports media today. People don't understand how violent he played the game. He would not have had a place in today's NFL. Him, His place Ray would Lewis, been, Troy Palomalu, oh. uh Mel Blunt, Roddy uh, Lott. Get Roddy out of here. Lott. Rodney Get Harrison. Up. I'm trying to think of the safety I can't think of right now. Who? Junior Brian Dawkins. They all leads to the boom. The leads to the boom. Got cooked. Cam Chancellor would have been cooked. But but that's so. Don't tell me that I got soft because I don't care about Taylor Swift. The game has been commercialized to be a 50 point a game track meet on grass type deal. So if they want to take it a little further, who cares at this point? Like whatever. Have fun with it. But there's only one man who can stop him now. There's only one man who can stop that Save Super Bowl from happening. Save us, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Save us if you can hear this. Lamar and the Ravens dominated the Houston Texans. It was a tight one at halftime. It was a tight one, 10-10. And mind you, none of those points were scored by uh, Houston's offense. None of those touchdowns. Uh, the only touchdown scored by Houston wasn't scored by the offense. But in the end, Lamar and company bucked up and whooped the wheels off those boys. Any thoughts from that game? Um, 
wasn't surprised by the game at all. One, you're looking at one of the, the it, momentum wise, you're looking at probably the most impressive defense in the NFL playoffs in Baltimore. Yeah. And you're going against CJ Stroud, who, you know, they had an amazing season. But at the same time, you're looking at a team that has some veteran pieces in there. But the leader of that charge is a quarterback that that's a rookie. You're not going to get a quarterback that's a rookie with that much on his shoulders. And he's going to go out there and do what he did. Um against Cleveland yeah and and a rookie head coach which you know the the Texans already you know they exceeded expectations so that game doesn't doesn't surprise me at all we'll get to Ravens versus Chiefs later but um yeah I just think Baltimore is on a mission that defense did what they were supposed to do and when you know it when you have a a defense like Houston it's kind of hard for them to carry the load and try to take over for that offense that didn't carry their end of the bargain they don't have a dominant of enough defense to try to tip the scales back into Houston's favor that game turned out how it was supposed to for sure for sure Chris any thoughts on seeing the Ravens Uh, that you despise take out Houston Texas I'm happy for the Ravens, but I'm more happy that the Texans got a bright future, man. I never thought they was going to recover after the massage table incident ha- happened to them. So, I mean, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Because, like, think about it. If you think about football in Texas, what you think it does? The Cowboys let you down every year. Right. The you ain't think about no let Texans. you down every year. You're not thinking Texas about probably, the Texans. Yeah, I was about to say Texas probably about third about or fourth. Yeah, you're not thinking about Texans. So, think I mean, about the Longhorns before you think of the Texans. Right. So, I mean, to be honest with you, I was I'm happy that the Texans, you know, they found the franchise quarterback, hopefully. Um, they got some rookie pieces around them. I'm happy for Lamar too, to be honest with you. I mean, AFC North hasn't really been a factor in the Super Bowl contention in a while. So it's good to see our because you know, a lot of people say AFC North the worst division in the AFC. A lot of people are saying that. Those people are uh very, very interesting types. They're very interesting types. But I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Labar Jackson, brother, you're an MVP. Not only are you an MVP, you're a two-time MVP. Get ready to get into the Hall. He could never play another game, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. Oh, what a time. So excited for that, man. But did I not tell everybody exactly how this thing was going to go? We all know what's happening here. Like, and, and I want one thing from the Ravens to stick with everybody, especially talent evaluators from now on. Stop looking at these boys 40 times. Please, stop. People looked at Kyle Hamilton and said, mm, yeah, he's 6'4". Yeah, he can play pretty much every position on the perimeter of your defense. He can play outside linebacker. He can play safety. You could even line him up at nickel. Hmm. He's a little too slow. Did you watch the damn tape? Can you explain something for me? Uh, Both of y'all might be able to answer this. It might pertain a little bit more to football than it does to basketball, but they kind of run their combines the same way. Mm -hmm. If I got like a, a obviously gifted cornerback that I watch, you know, shut down receivers in college that kills these drills. Why is his stock going down? Because he only can do like three reps on a bench press. What does that have to do with his ability to like play defense? Well, the metrics have changed now. Like they look at, so for example, with Kyle Hamilton in the 40, there's like a line of delineation for defensive backs that there have only been, um, I want to say like one or two defensive backs that have run slower than four, six that have made a pro bowl or all pro team. 
Like that's okay. There have only been one or two in the past fifteen to twenty years. So that's what NFL teams look at. Like they used to think a lot about bench press, but now they don't care as much about that for DBs at least. But they still are very much so. Like, oh, how fast did you run? How high did you jump? When it's like, bro, just turn on the tape. Turn, <laughs> just watch him play football. I swear to God, like football is not played in shorts and t-shirt. If it was, the results would be a lot different. But it's not. Okay, these boys got to put on pads. These men got to put on pads, and they got to do what they got to do on the brightest stage when they get real physical and real vile. That's the reality. Yeah. So you know, that's just my thought there. But anyway, uh, moving on to the NFC, the script writers have finally written Jordan Love and the boys on out. Looks like the 49ers are going to advance with a very meh performance from Purdy. Before that last drive, where I will give it to him, he threw a few dots. Any thoughts on the 49ers being the first team to advance to the NFC Championship? Um, No, that's what was supposed to happen. The Packers was another team that overexceeded, just like the Texans. Unfortunately, I think they have a bright future ahead of them because, uh, you know, we all hate the 49ers. I mean, we all hate the Packers. Um, <clears throat> the 49ers are supposed to be there. I know there's still questions on Brock Purdy. There's still questions that I'm waiting to answer. I mean, you can't really take away from somebody, regardless of the talent around them, that they made two NFC Championship games in a row in their first two seasons. That's still impressive, regardless of the pieces you have around you. Um, but if you look at the 49ers from top to bottom, they have probably the best defensive line in the NFL. Um, they have probably the best a top three linebacking core in the NFL. They have probably a top five secondary in the NFL. They have probably top three receiving core in the NFL and they have Christian McCaffrey and they probably have a top three offensive line in the NFL. So when you have all of those pieces, the NFC championship appearance is, is to be expected. It is to be expected. Um, so, you know, until they go to the Super Bowl and win, which we haven't seen out of San Francisco, out of out of this core, I don't really think it's anything to pat them on the back for. Fair enough. Chris, what's you thinking? And they were supposed to do this, man. They were supposed to go out to and destroy Green Bay, let's be honest. Green Bay was on a magical ride. Jordan Love was playing out of his mind, playing better than he should have. They came out rusty in the first half, but they scored looked a lot like the Ravens in the Texans score. Let's be honest here. This team has been together for four years now, currently constructed before Purdy. They had Jimmy yeah. G, then Purdy came to the scene, but they're getting old. When I say they're getting old, you got guys on that team that are on their 10th year. 10th season. Troy Williams beyond 10. If I'm if exactly, I'm, I believe. He's yeah, that's what, that's what I'm saying. So if they don't do it this year, I don't know what year they're going to do it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. you don't get younger. That's been proven. You don't get younger. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, Brock Purdy just did the most and I'm not, don't Josh, don't jump through the screen. Cause I know you're going to get mad when I say <laughs> y'all remember when Kobe went like three of 20 something and that, and it was some game where he went like three of 20 something and like all three of the shots were hitting the clutch. Like all three of those shots just came when he absolutely needed them. Brock Purdy pulled out one of those. It was God. That was that game. It was that game against Toronto, right? I believe so. I believe so. But I can't remember who it was against, but I know like he hit the game winner and like uh, the, a few to get them in position to hit the game winner, and it was like Toronto. Every 
everybody's like, oh, that's just Kobe. And I'm like, is it? Is it? Is that a good thing? You know? I'm I mean, it was. Favorite. Kobe's my favorite player of all time. But, you know, I'm a person I never missed a Lakers game. Kobe had a lot of games where he was selling for like three and a half quarters. Right. And if the game was close enough, he sealed it. And that's what Brock Purdy did here. But I, I don't believe I don't believe in that young man at all. I don't believe in that young man at all. I never believed in him. They just were supremely talented to the Packers who got hot at the right time. And all of a sudden, you know, because they beat the Cowboys, it's the Cowboys effect. See, the Cowboys have a transference of energy. They People put too many hopes and dreams in them. All those adults coming together to wish something into happening, it's like Santa Claus. It's like too many people believing in Santa Claus, right? And imagine if you saw somebody on air pretend to kill Santa. What happens then? Right. Oh, no. The person who killed Santa is the new Santa. Ha-ha. That's, that's what happens. Like we all knew. We all knew that this the clock was going to strike midnight and the, the Packers were going to turn back into a, a giant block of Gouda cheese at some point in time. And then they just did in this moment. But the kings of the north, we the north in the building, the Lions beat the Bucks. On an interception to put the game away by Derek Barge. Fellas, what did you think about the Lions win over the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Um, so the that that win against Tampa Bay didn't tell me too much about the Lions. That game was pretty much a Lions game, explosive run game, uh con- conservative passing game, but made the the smart plays. The offense is what we is what we knew it to be, except for this one thing. Uh we didn't see any point in the season. Um the Lions had a lot of games where they were either front runners or they had a lot of games where they were getting beat up on and turned it on in the second half. We didn't necessarily see a game from the Lions this year to where they got into a shootout and they had to do something to separate themselves. I do think that um I forget the guy's name, but the doing a blade dance is what was the separation in that game. And I'm, I'm proud of that Lions team because it might seem like I'm nitpicking, but if you have a team that are able to take a little piece of something and turn it into motivation to go up there and do two straight drives where you get um two straight touchdowns and you get a stop, allow a touchdown and get another stop. I think that's a a lot of maturity for a team where uh, most of that core outside of Jared Goff has never been this deep in the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And also fun fact about that whole blade dance thing. Um, Up till that point, I want to say, the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had tied the game up at 17-all uh, with that touchdown. The yep. Detroit Lions then went on to score two touchdowns straight. Yep. Stop to playing. one answer. Two Stop drives in a row. That. Stop playing with that man name. Stop playing with Mr. Icewood. God bless himself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, we, we would all like to boss up and get this money, much like Blade. But Boy. that's here nor there. Chris. What are your thoughts on the Lions winning this game? Um, I think it was expected of the Lions to win it more than it was the the Bucks to lose it. Uh, you know, the Lions actually played decent defense. Their secondary was still questionable in that game, but they played decent defense, right? And if Baker Mayfield beats you in 2024, I'm sorry, but you got a lot more problems than we think you have. Okay. So that being said, Eagles, y'all need to find help, seek help, do a lot of things differently, but the lions, 
it was their game to win. They won it. I'm proud of them. Um, shout out to Detroit. I think it's a good thing for the city. And I also think it's a good thing for the Lions morale, right? They're doing something that's never been done for done in Detroit, and, and or at least in a long time, right? If they go to the Super Bowl, I think that it would be really good for them. And also, it would really speak volumes to how Dan Campbell came in and changed the culture, right? Yeah, yeah. All I got to say is the city up, man. The city up. I believe the Pistons and the Red Wings also won that weekend. Am I am I incorrect there? Uh yeah, and um the Red Wings beats the Tampa Bay Lightning. So <laughs> <laughs> the best roster that money could buy. By the way, for those of you who don't know, the Tampa Bay Lightning are always in trouble for violating salary cap rules because <laughs> they pay too much for their players. But that's neither here nor there. Lo and behold, you know, great weekend for the city. Josh, can you please tell us the records for the our predictions in the uh, divisional round? So, uh, Gibbs, you are 4-0. I am 4-0. Chris, you are 3-1, my good sir. Who did I have? You picked Houston over Baltimore. I was a hater. Foolish. I couldn't pick the Ravens. Foolishness. <laughs> Foolishness. I How could you not I mean, rule for Lamar? Okay, Lamar on, should on, outweigh on. your hate for the Ravens. Hold on, man. hold on, hold on, hold on. Exactly. Did I not tell y'all after we got off show, I just can't pick a Ravens team live yeah, you on did. the air? Yeah, you okay. did. Come on now. But I you just... know what? You know what? Get that hate out your heart, big fella. In the words of, of uh, what is that young man named? Ha Ha Davis. What's on your heart, young fella? You got to get that hate up out your heart, man. You're uh, I can, I can, I, I can read between the lines if you know what I mean, Gibbs. I fair can enough. Read fair the enough. Lines. Well, well. Speaking of of reading between the lines, I need y'all to read between the lines of what's going to happen in this championship round weekend. Who's going to the Super Bowl, fellas? So I've been thinking about this all week and I still I'm still not ready to come to a, a conclusion. Um is Debo Samuel playing for San Francisco? Or is he still he's, questionable? He's gonna attempt to play the first couple drives. If Debo is healthy, San Francisco was gonna win that game. Mm-hmm. Um just because when you look at the Lions secondary, that's been our biggest question all season. Get Cam Sutton off my team, man. Cam Sutton. Cam Sutton is our biggest hey. corner. Cam he's five ten. Cam Sutton off the is, team. The, is the is the guy from the Chiefs. I, well, who we used to clown uh, on the Chiefs? Sorensen. Daniel Sorensen. Cam Sutton. Sorensen. He Eli Apple, bro. <laughs> Eli Apple was good in his heyday, though. He was good. At Get that bum off the field, <laughs> Cam Sutton. See, but, but that's program. our biggest issue. If you, if Cam Sutton is our biggest corner. He's five. What he's five ten, two oh five. And here's 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 the thing, right? There's a player, and this is this is what I mean when I say these coaches be overthinking it. There's a player in the NCAA that plays in a Power Five conference that has allowed one touchdown over the last two years, and he plays in a blitz heavy scheme. And the fail team said, "Well, he's too slow." <sighs> I swear to God, Lions. I swear to God, if y'all mess this draft pick up. I swear to God, like that, he's. I I, 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 I have you. faith in the Lions front office because people last year said that the Lions drafted trash. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, and our yeah. first four picks was uh Gibbs, mm-hmm. Campbell. Hey, Gibbs, don't um, lose it for a field. We just don't do that. Yeah, <laughs> La- I mean, La- La- Laporta do that. Yeah. and uh and Brian Branch. Those are our first four picks. 
rookie tight end receiving record, ladies and gentlemen. Shout out to Mr. Laporta. And Brian Branch, of course, has been a ball hawk all year. But So if if Debo is healthy, uh-huh. I'm going with San Francisco just based okay. off the fact that Cam Sutton can't check Debo. Debo going for 200 yards. But if Debo ain't healthy? If Debo is not healthy, I'm going with the Lions. Okay. I'm All going right. with the Lions, and the final score is going to be 24 to 21. Okay. Chris, who you got? Oh, wait, wait. Guy, who you got in the AFC? Uh, this is another thing because, yeah. like, my, my, my heart, my heart wants Lions Ravens. Uh huh. But my brain is Niners Chiefs. Mm. But. I'm going to go with the Ravens just because, one, we've seen the Chiefs be inconsistent all year, and they've been winning a lot of games purely based off their experience and the fact that Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But it's a thing in sports. We've all seen it, especially in sports, uh, especially in the big three. We've seen it to where if a team is hot or a team has that momentum or that motivation, they can win. We've seen Eli Manning beat Tom Brady in two Super Bowls just because the team got hot at the right moment and the momentum was on their side. Mm-hmm. This Ravens team looks like a team that's hungry. I don't know if this is the only Super Bowl that Lamar Jackson will, will get. I don't know if this Baltimore team is going to be able to sustain this for another season, but this is a team that looks hungry. So I'm going with Baltimore. Okay. All right. Chris, who you got? Who you got? So my first pick, I'm going to be, I'm going to pull this one from way down below. I'm going with the Lions, baby. I'm going with the Lions, right? My Lord. I'm going with the Lions. Don't curse us, man. That man, I'm picked the Lions. But but here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Here's why. When you got Detroit behind you, it's different from another city's behind it's so you, right? Different. When you got Detroit behind you, got them believing in you, and it's gonna be like the spirit bomb when they kill Kid Boo. I'm not gonna hold you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, like Detroit. One thing about them, they might not be able to go to San Fran and go to the game, but they're gonna be in San Fran. No, they're gonna be up. there. They're gonna they be, gonna at be the in game. San Fran buffed up. Yeah. All right. So All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and and I feel bad for the little old party, but I'm going with the Lions. I'm going with the Lions. Okay. The Lions. All right. And then for the AFC, I'm I'm about to pull a Gibbs on this one. I'm about to pull a Gibbs on this one. The, the audience might hate me, but it's this thing called knocking on the door. It's this thing that's uh-huh. called knocking on the door. Yeah. I think this is the year the Ravens have knocked. Yeah, I don't think this is the year that they get through. They're not kicking it down. Get. I don't think they. I think you got to go knock Jeez. on the door first, and then you got to run it back, and then you get through. Because true, I I ain't going against Patrick Mahomes. I'm sorry, he didn't put fear of God in me. Like I'm every time I want him to do something bad or do something terrible with the football, he don't do it. He go out there with a bum ankle and lay horizontal in the air and make passes. It just. He was just made to play football. So he I'm just a, made, hit him with that perk sixty, and he was acting like you. It's so you. many people that that hated Tom Brady and the Patriots. And although that wasn't my team, when I first started watching football, they was those guys. And I'm a Michigan fan, so like, I didn't dislike Tom Brady. I wasn't rooting for the Patriots, but Tom Brady was my guy. I now understand. Your next words carefully. I'm just, I'm just saying. I now understand how people feel. When the Chiefs keep winning, because I do, I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs. I am so tired. I do not want to see them win mm-hmm. one more football game. Mm-hmm. All right, you was you was real close. 
close. Me and Chris is going to have to find a third. We're going to be holding open auditions for the podcast. Can you master? Can you mix? Can you get us on Twitch real quick? Because we need help. I think, uh, what was the Bucks coach name? I think he available. Ty Balls. Yeah. Lord have mercy. I'm going to tell you. Oh, no, no, no. Griffin. No, 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 Adrian no, 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 Griffin. no. Yeah, Adrian Griffin. Adrian Griffin. Lord have mercy. I'm going to tell you this much. When I look at these, when I look at these two games, I'm much like Josh. And then my mind is telling me one thing, but my heart is saying something else. But I'm gonna tell you this. I've been rolling with my with my mind all playoffs, and I ain't gonna stop now. I think that the uh the Lions have had a phenomenal year. They had a phenomenal year. It hurts my heart to do this. It really does. I think the 49ers win this game, man. I, <sighs> I think the 49ers win this game. My urge to be right is stronger than my loyalty to the city. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I hope the Lions win. It would make me, I would never be happier to be wrong than if the Lions were to win this game. I would never be happier. But I think the Lions take it. And in that Ravens and uh, in that Ravens and Chiefs game, my heart is telling me, you can't go against Pat. You can't go against. You can't. Don't ever go against Pat. My mind is telling me your best player is a tight end that doesn't run that fast. He just understands the game, and they have a guy on defense that counteracts that. That Hamilton kid I was telling you about. Mm-hmm. He's one of the highest graded defenders in the entire league. He knows. He watches film. He knows leverage. He knows where he should be at all times. And he's a lot younger and hungrier than Kelsey. I think the Ravens pull it out. Even though everything in me is saying, don't bet against Mahomes. Don't, don't you bet against Mahomes. Something in me is saying, sprinkle something on that money line, Baltimore way. Sprinkle a little, sprinkle, sprinkle, just a little something on that Baltimore money. I'm gonna get the fans the odds right. So Kansas City right now is plus three and a half underdogs, and they are plus one sixty four in the money line, which means they expect this game to be pretty close. A field goal should determine this game. Mm -hmm. The Ravens are minus one ninety six, which means they are not superly heavily favored, but they are favored pretty pretty nice, right? Mm -hmm. The Lions game. The Lions are severe underdogs. Plus seven is their spread. And then they are odds are plus 265, which means they almost guarantee that the 49ers at least win this game. They just giving the Lions seven points to make that. That's be the difference at minimum. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So both games, they have over under total at 44 and a half and also the Lions at 50 and a half. So they think the Lions is going to be a shootout. They think the Baltimore and Chiefs game is going to be more of a defensive game like the Bills and the Chiefs game was. You know, the the funniest the funniest joke that I constantly see about uh about Nick Bosa, it, we've all heard it. We've all seen it. But the thing about it that makes it so funny, if you go back to the year where he had 18 and a half sacks and specifically look at his game splits, I'm not saying that they were right. I'm not saying that they were right. I'm just saying they weren't necessarily wrong. That's that's what I'll say, okay? 
You go back to 2022 and look up game by game who he sacked the most. Mm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay. I'm just three sacks against Tua, two against Geno Smith in their first meeting. I'm just saying. Not saying, but I'm saying. Something to think about there. Something to think about. And he's playing Jared Goff in this one. Mm. We should be good. Might get a pass. Also, is Might. there an update on the health of Jonah Jackson? Because that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big deal. You know, I I, I don't know, but I they got I him remember, listed as doubtful right now. I remember uh, when uh, Ragnar went down. I said, "Boy, I don't know if I'd rather have him hurt or Jared Goff." I, hold on, this is that that brother is, is big time. You got to have. Yeah, in, in my opinion, the Lions have the best offensive line in the league when fully yeah, healthy. They 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 not they not nothing to be trifled with, but. Speaking of nothing to be trifled with, and we're going to get out of here after we touch on this. The Bucks at 30 and 13 have fired head coach Adrian Griffin and are bringing in Doc Rivers. Fellas, tell me, what are you thinking in terms of this firing and hiring? So, Good move by the Bucks, bad move by the Bucks. Bad move. I don't think there is any question whether or not it's a bad move. I don't think any of us three are going to talk about whether or not it's a bad move. I don't think any person with a podcast, any person with a Twitter account, any person with a TikTok is going to say, hey, hiring Doc Rivers is a good move. Mm -hmm. This is a man that has had job after job coaching illustrious roster after illustrious roster. Mm -hmm. And he is still holding on to the fact that he won a championship during the Bush administration. He sounded like Drake when he said, I used to date SZA back in 08. Brother, we don't care. <laughs> Leave us alone, Doc. Please. So, the one thing I have to ask about Doc Rivers, because, you know, I like to be as honest with the facts over X audience as possible. Um, you know, I've I've gone through some employment issues in the year 2023. I was laid off two separate times since I moved down to Georgia. I've had a hard time finding employment. So my only question to Doc Rivers is, can you please give a seminar on your interview please. skills or your resume or how I should probably uh, update my LinkedIn profile? Because there's no way that this man is keeping a job, a man with the most blown three one leads in the history of basketball, a man that that. He just, How? He's just going to send you the Gucci song for Nesta Plug via Apple Music. This That's man had Grant Hill and T-Mac on the squad couldn't get it done. This man had KG Paul Pierce Rondo for five, six seasons and only won one championship. This man had Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan on the same squad and couldn't get it done. What is going on? With, how does this man keep a job? He had James Hart and the 76ers and the Joel Embiid MVP year, and they were up 3-2 against the Celtics, and they still lost. Here's my thing of why this is a bad move. How many teams have ever been right before the All-Star break as a two-seed and felt the need to fire their coach? It, it got to be something going on. D- David Blatt if... was the only other person. David, yeah, But Black, David Blatt, that team wasn't a two-seed. They wasn't that they high. Was. They was like a five, they was. wasn't they? They was 30 and, 30 and 14. It was 30 and 14 when they fired. Really? They were 30 I and 14. Like, but either, so, way, so, you so, either way you cut it or slice it, there's no way to excuse this because, like, this ain't the situation where I feel like it, it just doesn't feel like a great idea to me. I, I don't know like what it is about this, but something about this move just feels like everything about it is off. 
Like, what is actually going on behind the scenes that made y'all make this move? Because it just doesn't, the the numbers, the math, it just doesn't add up here whatsoever. I, I'm I'm very, very much so worried here. Chris, talk to me. What'd you think? Good fire, uh, uh, bad fire, good hire, and bad hire. I think that it wasn't any of the above. I, I think they just had to. I think when Dame comes out and says he doesn't really get the offensive scheme, um, him and Giannis are struggling sometimes to figure out who's going to do what. Um, Chris Middleton suffered a lot with him being head coach. He hasn't looked like the the right person. Um, one thing I will say, I'll give Doc, Red- Doc Rivers credit for, he makes third options look like all-stars every year. Tobias Harris has thrived because of Doc Rivers, right? And he's never been a one or a two option on a championship team, right? So um, I think Chris Middleton benefits from this deal. But here's the thing, right? When your star players have confusion and doubt in your coach, that's not someone I want to lead my team. So I think that played a big part into the the, the decision. Um, also, here's the thing about Doc, right? Here's the thing about Doc. Doc is someone that can deal with high-profile personalities. Like, you got Dame, you got Giannis, you got, like, you know, they're in the city of Milwaukee, so, like, they probably, like, walk on water to the people in Milwaukee, right? But here's what Doc sucks at, right? execution in the crunch time, right? And who also has shown that he's bad at that when the lights get bright sometimes, right? Giannis did it in 2021 with Bud. He overcame that, but Chris Paul is someone that also that, that falls under pressure, right? I don't think Doc is the guy to get you two players that struggle when they're knocking at the door, right? Dame in Portland, when he's asked to be that guy, he steps up and he has a hell of a performance, but he just can't figure out how to get the job done. Is Doc Rivers the guy to help Dame understand how to get the job done, right? Is Doc Rivers that guy? I would say no, he's not that guy. The guy for me that they should have went after the hire, call me crazy. Y'all call me whatever. Y'all call me whatever. I know I gave him a lot of uh, a bad thing, but uh, what's the guy they just fired from the Wizards? Scott Brooks. I think they should have got Scott Brooks. I think they should have got Scott Brooks. I'm actually not mad at that. I, I was I about to say, I'm less mad at that than I am Doc Rivers. If you think about this team, right, it's constructed like that 2013 Oklahoma City Thunder team. Mm-hmm. In, in, in a lot of ways, other than the fact that they don't have Kendrick Perkins, they got a uh, Brooke Lopez. But from top to bottom, from bench help support, I think Scott Brooks is a better XO guy to execute on this team offensively and defensively. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Well, folks, we know y'all tired of us talking about Taylor Swift and whether or not it was good firing the hirings and whether or not the city is in fact up. But come on back next week and the week after that and the week after that. Peace and love, y'all. Yeah,